0: Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Hallie and my mouth is full of butterbeer because I took a sip while the intro was playing. (laughs) You know, I said on brand, let's get in the mood for the episode, which is Harry Potter fan theories, which is the passion of my life right now. I'm having so much fun. I just am loving Harry Potter and I have not been in this much of a Harry Potter phase in like maybe over a year. Now, Hallie, you may be asking, How is that so when you own a shop based on Harry Potter? Well, (laughs) we love having conversations with ourselves. Me feeding myself questions. No, but owning a shop that is surrounded by Harry Potter, it's not that I love it any less because it's everything to me, but I just, it's become something normal in my life. Like, it's the daily routine, it's the vibe. We're constantly thinking about it, but right now I'm in a phase where I'm like going out of my way to watch The movies and going out of my way to listen to the music and drink butterbeer that being said my inner child is being healed currently i have never felt better my sparkle is back because of harry potter and spring (laughs) i'm actually recording this episode on monday because when it goes live on friday i will be in arizona so i actually just got back from shooting my taylor swift launch it's huge. It took forever. It's, like, such a big launch. It was so fun. These products are so good. I'm really loving them. Manifesting to future me that my t-shirt comes in time to take product photos because <laughs> here's a little business BTS. Um, I placed an order with a new printing company I had never used. Six days goes by, and then they're like, Hi, we're out of stock. We can't get you this. And I was like, Ah, okay. So it goes. I changed the shirt and then like they expedited it. So it's literally supposed to arrive like an hour before the launch. But I can do that as long as it comes. I can go outside, take some photos. We got this. But um, manifesting that it happened. A fun life update I want to share is that I recently decorated my reading room. It's it's something it's so funny because I have all these cute decorations laying around my house like I am a material girl. <laughs> I've got harry potter stuff from the wizarding world taylor swift and harry styles posters it's like i buy them but i'm not good at making it happen so i just kind of had them laying around but i spent literally an hour just putting things together putting my cute hogwarts pillow on my cute chair putting plants up there and twinkle lights and hanging my posters on the wall and you cannot get me out of this room i'm currently in it It's everything to me i live here now this is my house well actually it is my house so that wasn't a very funny joke (laughs) but this room is my cave now i even brought my dog's beds in it so every night you can catch me here reading i also have a sunset lamp from tiktok well i didn't buy it from tiktok but they inspired me i just wanted it to be very atmospheric i've been lighting candles And just taking that intentional effort to make a special place for myself has been such a game changer. I also had my read aloud night and I ended up doing two back to back because it was so fun. I had such a good time. It's definitely something I want to do every week if I can. I don't think I'm doing it this weekend when this goes live because I'll be out of town. But it's definitely something I want to try to do bi-weekly or so or even just being a part of that on Instagram, my friend Kelsey and her friend Angie did a little read-a-thon on Sunday and it was so peaceful. Everyone was just, she played like an ambiance and everyone was reading and I was reading Prisoner of Azkaban and you just feel so unified. This is something I really want to do is read with Bookstagram girls, even just virtually. I really want to do it with the Hunger Games too, especially this spring because that is like Hunger Games season for me. Speaking of, a very exciting launch coming up. There will be sneaks very soon. (laughs) I'm so passionate about it. And of course, another update. I am still reading all the young dudes, which if you're new around here, that is a Marauders fan fiction written by who knows? Nobody knows. It's so exciting. I love the mystery of it. But their username is MissKingbean89. It came out in 2017. I'm not going to lie. I've always shaded fan fiction a little bit in my head. I mean, for other people, I'm like, you do you. But for me, I've been like, eh, I don't know if I would like it. Couldn't tell you why. Could not tell you why. I have been humbled. I'm reading fan fiction now. It's amazing. Not only is it riveting and has me reading so much lately and like all I want to do is read, But I also have it to thank for this Harry Potter phase, which has brought on exciting launches, our common room two year anniversary launch, which is March 1st. And just what I do with my time every day, literally when I'm eating and drinking, a.k.a. butterbeer. I've been making playlists. I've been making mood boards. I've been making t-shirts. And if you guys are also on this Marauder's Grind, feel free to DM me on Instagram. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I stink at DMs. Sometimes I'm great at them. So I guess it depends on the day. (laughs) But I still would love if you did. And I will try to get to it because it's amazing. I love fangirling over anything. And there's just nothing quite as good as fangirling with someone when you guys are both having the same phase. All right, let's get into the whole premise of the episode, which is Harry Potter fan theories. I'm going to start with a few theories of my own and then I'm going to read yours, which I've seen a few and I like was stopped in my tracks. You guys are very smart. Also, I just want to say thank you to whoever suggested this idea. It was in my Instagram podcast suggestion box and I read it, but like it didn't register. And then the next day I was like, do you know it would be fun? Harry Potter fan theories. And then I was like, um, wait a minute. I'm plagiarizing that. So whoever suggested it, thank you for planting the seed in my brain. I'm very, very, very very excited my very first harry potter fan theory is that remus lupin was poppy pomfrey's baby he was everything to her she raised him not literally but like while he was at school she patched him up after every full moon she was there for him they had a really good relationship and it's actually really interesting because in deathly howls part two when harry is walking through the Great Hall after the war is over. There's a scene where Madame Pomfrey is crying. I mean, who wouldn't be crying after that on like that kind of traumatic day? But it's like moments before or after it shows Remus and Tonks. So, (laughs) why do I have chills? It's very sad. It's so beautiful though. My second fan theory is (laughs) me being a basic B. But Wolfstar? Is a yes for me. Sirius and Remus, I definitely believe that they were in love. I also think that Remus was in love with Tonks. So I think that he's a bisexual king. I don't really know about Sirius. I just feel like Sirius was very independent. He did not need romance in his life. But then I feel as if Remus caught him off guard. I think it was friends to lovers, slow burn. I am in no way influenced by the fanfic i am currently reading (laughs) but actually it's literally wolf star fanfic so (laughs) he while we're in the marauders era i've got to throw this out i saw this on tiktok can't take credit for it but somebody said that pandora lovegood who is luna's mom figured out horcruxes and was hunting them and kind of the basis behind this is that pandora and regulus black were around the same year in Hogwarts. So people think maybe they were like undercover best friends and Regulus confided in her. And then Regulus died. And then Pandora was hunting them down, trying to do what she could. And then when Luna was nine, this is canon. When Luna was nine, her mom died because the spell she was doing backfired on her. So essentially this fan theory comes from that she was trying to destroy the Horcrux for Regulus and it backfired on her. Now, I am not Ravenclaw, and I'm not very detail-oriented, so could there be 27.5 plot holes in this theory? Probably. But I like it. (laughs) I like it because I like how it makes me feel. Also, I just cannot believe that Regulus Black's life story is real, that it's in the Harry Potter books. It is absurd and awe-inspiring. I think he's, like, one of the most emotionally emotionally complex and incredible Harry Potter characters, I almost feel like he has the arc that Snape got. Like, I definitely, I feel like Severus Snape has this arc of, like, and he was playing both sides, and then in the end, he was good. (sighs) Look, uh, Severus Snape bullied children for so long that I really wasn't emotionally open to him being a great person. I said to my friends on FaceTime, Severus Snape is the Hufflepuff antichrist. (laughs) And do I mean it? Yes. I really don't like Snape. I respect him. I think he's a good character. But I'm not like, oh, I can't believe he's so good and pure the whole time. I kind of feel like Regulus was that for me. Those are pretty much all the fan theories I have off the top of my head. And I am very excited to get into yours. Thank you guys so much for submitting them. Ah, okay, let's do this. First one says, Wolfstar, we love to see it. We love to see it. Next one says, Dramini. I spent a lot of nights reading fan fiction about them. Okay, in the past, I've been kind of not a Dramini shipper. Though now that I'm a fan fiction girl, I just really feel like anything could change my mind. So, I love the enemies to lovers. I love that for other people. I do think it would be a little hard for me to get behind because I'm such a Dramini shipper. So, I guess my question for Dramini girls is, do you have to choose a side or can you ship them both? This one says, Mary Poppins was a Hogwarts student absolutely and also i feel like the fairy godmother there's just so many disney characters that could have been hogwarts students Ooh, that would be a fun podcast episode that fred has a portrait at hogwarts and weasley kids can say hi and meet their uncle yes i think this should be canon fred should have a really funny portrait that does a prank every time someone walks by or has some fun charm like that And that all the kids in the school know his name and are like, oh, did you walk by the Weasley portrait? Every time you walk by, it shoots out some funny smell so everyone knows when you walked by it. And that would just be infamous because everyone forever would know that Fred Weasley was there. Mm, Ow. Okay, in my head, Fred just doesn't die. I say this to my friends all the time. I'm like, he just doesn't die because it's so close to the end of the book that I'm like, no, no. That part was fake. That's fake news. So then sometimes I think about it and remember that he died. And then I remember that he's not real. Okay. I'm depressed now. Next one. That the Marauders map gave Fred and George hints to say the password. This could not come at a better time because I'm switching between all the young dudes and Prisoner of Azkaban. And I just got to the part where Fred and George give Harry the map. And they're like, all you have to do is, you know, tap it and say, I solemnly swear I'm up to no good. And in my head, I'm like, but how? How did Fred and George figure that out? This is literally, this has to be true because the map would want people that were very determined and pranksters to figure it out. So it's probably some specific formula or they have to try at least 687 spells and then it starts to give hints. Draco was so mean and targeted Hermione because he liked her and was scared of his feelings. Yeah, I definitely agree with this. I think it could be true. I also think J.K. Rowling came out and said something like that after, but J.K. Rowling, she really liked to stir the pot. Every two years after Harry Potter, she'd be like, also Ron and Hermione would never end up together. So I, I mean, for very obvious reasons, have big trust issues with her, but I definitely agree with this one. Crookshanks could be Lily Potter's cat. Crookshanks knew it was Pettigrew. Oh my gosh, this theory is incredible. It makes so much sense because Hermione found Crookshanks and the owner of the pet emporium said that no one had bought him for years and years. He'd been in there forever. So he very easily could have been James and Lily's cat and then yeah, he knew that it was Pettigrew. Best cat ever. Neville and Luna should have ended up as a couple. I love this. I definitely see both sides because she ended up with Newt Scamander's grandson and then Neville ended up with Hannah Abbott, which I love that too. But I also love Neville and Luna together. So I'm honestly down for either. Let's go. Two angels. Harry is Slytherin, Ron is Hufflepuff, and Hermione is Ravenclaw. Gryffindor is sort of made up, lol. Yeah, I definitely can see this. I love that each of the Golden Trio members could have gone in a different house, but I think that that makes Gryffindor so much more powerful because the common three the common theme with Gryffindors is that they're brave. And of course all their other traits, like brave, reckless. I honestly I've had an arc. I've had an arc with Gryffindors. Cause for a minute I kind of felt the same, but it was my Enneagram 4. I was like, oh I wanna be different. I'm so glad I'm Hufflepuff because I don't want to be mainstream like the Gryffindors. But now I've definitely come around and I'm like Gryffindor is arguably one of the coolest houses because it doesn't matter how you are literally at all but if you're brave and courageous and protective and all of those traits you'll go to Gryffindor it doesn't matter how smart you are or anything else I love that (laughs) me as a Hufflepuff I'm like wow love the Gryffindor house love to be part of it someday (laughs) whoa okay what that Crookshanks is Regulus (laughs) Uh, I'm gonna need some backstory on this all right I looked it up on tumblr For one thing, the fact that the potter's cat was in fact an unregistered animagus fully cements his ability to live as long as he does. Remember, we know from Prisoner of Azkaban that Peter Pettigrew masquerading as a common garden rat survived 10 years pretty easily. But I think Crookshanks isn't an animagus. I think... Well, okay, but that's the theory. Let me just... Sorry, let me keep reading. Okay, then this theory says that after he tried to destroy the Horcrux, He hid with Creature in Grimald Place and then Dumbledore gave him in cat form to the Potters and then he became Crookshanks. You know, I I like it, but I don't love it. This is the one that had me screaming earlier. George Weasley becomes Willy Wonka. I can't. It's so good. It's so fun because Willy Wonka's a recluse. Obviously, a wizard. He has to be for his little workshop to be so cool. And George could possibly have gone a little crazy after Fred died and gotten isolated and made lots of sweets. It's so cute. Mine is the Narnia Times Harry Potter one where the Pevensies are the founders of Hogwarts. So powerful. I love this theory. Edmund, Slytherin, Peter, Gryffindor, Susan, Ravenclaw, Lucy, Hufflepuff. It fits perfectly. I'm obsessed. It's a yes for me. This one says that J.K. Rowling is Rita Skeeter. What a diss. What a diss. This one says that Dumbledore is a phoenix. And I really like that. I think it would make sense. He's got so many tools in his arsenal. He might as well be able to turn into a phoenix. Why not? This reminds me of Crimes of Grindelwald and the new movie coming out in April, which I'm really excited for. I'm so confused with everything with Credence and The Phoenix. So I wonder if this theory could actually tie into that a little bit. That Harry quits being an Auror to be a teacher at Hogwarts. Yes, I agree. I don't think he would want to be an... I hope I'm saying that right. Auror? I don't think he would want to do that. Because he never, like, had a passion for fighting Voldemort. Voldemort just was everywhere, and he had to defeat him. I definitely think Harry would be Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher. It makes so much sense. That Pandora Lovegood was the first to start hunting Horcruxes. I have never thought about that, that she might have done it even before Regulus. But I'm guessing she's a Ravenclaw. I'm not actually sure. Let me look it up. Okay, it looks like no one knows, but I'm just going to guess that she's a Ravenclaw. And... She would be super intelligent, and I would not be surprised. I mean, the Lovegoods are just out of pocket, brilliant, incredible people. I'm here for it, Wolfstar. But let's be honest, that's not a theory; it's a fact. (laughs) I'm here for it. Mrs. Norris being an animagi of Filch's wife is super interesting. I totally went down this rabbit hole a few years ago, and I came out convinced. Okay, wait, another person said Joe Rowling is Rita Skeeter, and I'm just realizing that they're saying that because she's like the one who's copying down all the wizarding stuff. (laughs) So she's essentially the Rita Skeeter of the wizarding world who's feeding us that information into the muggle world. So it was not just a lighthearted diss as I thought, it actually had some theory behind it. Draco was the one to slip Hermione the basilisk page. You know, I really think uh, I I just can't get behind it. In Chamber of Secrets, he's the worst. But also, I'm not a Germani shipper, so it's hard for me to think about him wanting to help her because in canon, he just, like, is so derogatory towards her and literally he's trying to manifest that she dies. So it's kind of a shift, but I can see why people would think that if they had read fan fiction that changed their mind. Dumbledore was the actual villain there's a lot of Dumbledore slander on TikTok I can definitely see where it comes from he's a very flawed character for starters I just wish he had figured out that Harry could live with Sirius Dumbledore really said go live with your abusive family members and also when the marauders were young Dumbledore was like let's get these teenagers involved in the war that being said You were not about to stop James Potter and Sirius Black from being in the Wizarding War. Like, they were going to do it. So I don't think Dumbledore's necessarily to blame for all of it. But I do think he kind of raised Harry for slaughter. And I can see both sides. Fred's death is a prank. So true. That was such a crazy prank. Can't believe that it didn't actually happen. (laughs) Molly Weasley was one of the most powerful witches because of the love that she had. When she's battling Bellatrix, and Bellatrix is, like, fighting Ginny, and then Molly's, like, no. I feel like we see so much of her power, and so much of it comes from love. That's some Lily Potter stuff right there. (laughs) Oh my gosh, this one is amazing. In Prisoner of Azkaban, Dumbledore was drunk in the whole Time Turner scene because he had just had a drink at Hagrid's. Okay, so when they're about to murder... Buckbeak. Hagrid's probably drinking a lot. Dumbledore goes down to be with him when it happens. He probably drinks with him. <laughs> then tells Harry and Hermione to use the time turner to save some lives. And he's just like wasted. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Remus Lupin was the real sarcastic one, the hidden mastermind. Yes, I think that Remus has big Ravenclaw energy, very quick-witted. I think that James and Sirius were probably like, let's let's do something crazy okay remus what should we do and then remus was probably like hmm i read about this jinx last week we could try that and then james and sirius were probably like oh so true <laughs> dumbledore is death he had all the hallows and a lot of people died because of him i have heard that theory and i do think it's really cool wait 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 do you guys remember that theory <laughs> do you remember that theory that ron is dumbledore <laughs> It's so absurd. Have you ever seen Ron and Dumbledore in the same room? Uh, kind of crazy. That Sirius Black was Quidditch commentator like Lee and used it for gossip and roasts. Yes, I can totally see this. I kind of have a fan theory that Sirius was so regal and elegant and smart and good at everything, but then at Quidditch just wasn't that good. Probably proficient, but definitely not as good as James. But I can see him being so passionate about Quidditch and wanting to be a part of it. So this takes my theory even farther, that he would be commentator and just roast the crap out of everyone. That's amazing. <laughs> He'd probably even roast the crap out of James. Harry would list Teddy Lupin as one of his children, if asked how many children he has. Hmm. Jacob Kowalski from Fantastic Beasts is a descendant of Helga Hufflepuff and is a squib. That is so pure. But also in the new trailer, they give him a wand. So I'm really interested in that. But also, does anyone else get a little protective over Harry Potter when it comes to Fantastic Beasts? I do feel like J.K. Rowling has stepped in and tried to rewrite a lot of the story. For example, when she said that Ron and Hermione would never have actually ended up together after spending a full decade writing them. So I'm defensive. I, I feel like that's both cool, but also we're just giving Muggles wands now but also it's jacob and i really like jacob so this is groundbreaking the veil in the ministry of magic which is how sirius died was an experience experience (laughs) was an experience death bye was an experiment so ghosts could pass on okay yeah jenny used a love potion on harry the monster in him There's so many analogies from Harry in Half-Blood Prince where he's like, and then I saw Ginny and the monster inside me roared. But I do think that that is probably the beautiful teen angst in his body. And the fact that Ginny Weasley was just like a super hot, powerful badass. Someone said, I absolutely love the fan cast of Andrew Garfield as Lupin. Love them both. I totally agree. Andrew Garfield as Remus is perfect. And every time I see Andrew now in my head, I'm like, oh, it's Remus. And I love that. He's so amazing. Sirius has magical changing tattoos. That's the most serious black thing I've ever heard. This isn't a theory, but I need a movie slash book about Regulus being a spy. I also need that. And I feel like they're going to remake the Harry Potter movie someday, but it's not going to be for a long time. And right now, I think it would be really cool for them to do a Marauders series. I mean, they would be crazy not to. But that being said, I almost wonder if I would rather have nothing because of the way that Cursed Child made me feel, aka horrible. I hate that book. And I just don't want anyone to mess it up. So I'm nervous about it. But if I knew someone was going to do a really well-made Marauders slash Regulus series, that would be incredible. Ginny is bisexual and no one will change my mind. I will not change your mind because I also agree. And I love the Ginny and Luna fan theories, like in another universe, in another life, because I really love Ginny with Harry and I really love Luna and like kind of her little thing with Neville. But I can definitely see them together in a really good alternate universe. All of the Evans women were named after plant life. We've got Petunia. We've got Lily. I'm here for it. Snape is a vampire I mean he's got the look and he lives in the dungeons I really wish we had more vampire information because Harry Potter casually throws it out and as a product of a twilight childhood I'd really like to see what that looks like that it was all a dream and Harry woke up at the end of Deathly Hallows um mm, like Harry just wakes up in the cupboard oh it hurts so bad but also, why is it so fun to think about? But no, I hate it. The Dursleys don't hate Harry. They hate the horcrux inside of him. Uh, I'm not really ready to give them the benefit of the doubt, but I can, uh but that makes so much sense because when Harry, Ron, and Hermione in Deathly Howls, when they wear the locket, it affects them. So maybe being around Harry brings out the worst in the Dursleys, but also they're trash and I'm not trying to think good thoughts about them. Oh, That one, that's, ooh, that hurts. Somebody said that Harry is immortal and can't die. And I was, I've never heard that before. I was very confused. So I looked it up and it says, remember the prophecy relating to Harry and Voldemort that states either must perish at the hand of the other. What if it means that Harry is basically immortal? The prophecy implies that Harry and Voldemort can only perish if they're ended by each other. Since Voldemort is now gone, Harry can't perish at all. That, that's a real bummer for Ginny uh so i'm not manifesting that but that's also really interesting okay well on that article underneath it says harry and ron's prediction and it's talking about in prisoner of azkaban while doing homework they jokingly suggest that harry is in danger of burns will lose a treasured possession and then will get stabbed in the back then it says in goblet of fire harry faces a fire breathing dragon has to rescue ron who he's lost and then is betrayed by mad eye mooney Mad-Eye Mooney. I've been reading too much Marauders. mad I Moody. That's insane. All right, guys, that sums up our Harry Potter fan predictions, though I did have one more idea come up during that, which is that it's not really a fan theory, but that Sybil Trelawney was actually really cool. A few weeks ago, I texted Tori and I was like, you and I would have idolized Trelawney. I said growth is realizing that we would have loved divination and that Trelawney was actually a seer and that she had two prophecies and she was probably super powerful. Justice for Trelawney. Just because Harry and Hermione did not like her didn't mean she wasn't kind of cool, kind of fun. She's probably like that teacher who had favorites and I would I just know I would be determined to be one of her favorites. <laughs> okay, everybody. That sums up this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening and for suggesting any ideas. Also, stay tuned for next week because we are doing a Hunger Games launch and there is a Common Room original and I'm obsessed with it and I need the world to see it. I'm counting the days. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great weekend, guys. Bye.